you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. in the place to be. My guy. Welcome. I know, I, listen, I know y'all probably upset with this, man. It's been two weeks. Mm. Ah, listen, man. Summertime, it's a lot going on. Um, little, little, little more responsibilities uh, this summer than in the past. But we're back. We're going to give y'all great content. That's our, our duty, our due diligence to the, to the craft is to give you great content in the wonderful world of sports, whether it be basketball. Right now, we got NFL's back, so we're going to talk about some NFL football. Um, what else we got? What else we got on tap? NFL football. Um, no, nah, I'm about to say some baseball, but no, we didn't give up we on gave that. We gave up on um, that sport. <laughs> I saw watching it again when Aaron Judge come back. Ah, listen, when, when Baltimore Orioles come back, then I'll start watching <laughs> it again. <laughs> Right now, I can't look at baseball. That's, nah, I'm good to go. Um, I'm good, love, enjoy. Melo is finally a rocket. Yes! Melo is a rocket. But I heard he's coming off the bench. So, we'll break down how that, how that helps or hurts Most him. Most definitely. Yes. Um, the last NFL draft pick to sign... A contract he was finalized finally, today. Finally, at four. About time. I'm sorry, at five something. Five o'clock. That's about five o'clock. Wow. Um. Go ahead, bro. Four year guarantee, eighteen million deal per uh-huh. CPA. Deal should include about eleven million in formal bonuses. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, now let's let's see how we how the transition starts to the league. And for those who don't uh, know who we're talking about, we're talking about middle linebacker um, and this first round draft pick of the Chicago Bears, Roquan Smith, reigning SEC Defensive Player of the Year, Roquan Smith. Yes, and those are not sound effects you hear. That's just really good microphone quality. <laughs> <laughs> the thunder was on point. Mm. <laughs> Alright, let's get to it. Baltimore Ravens kicked off the preseason with the Hall of Fame game. That's where we want to start at. Okay. Yep, we can do that. Okay. Give you a quick recap. I know it was two weeks away. We're going to get to the uh, Rams and Ravens game in a, in a moment. But, you know, we got to give our two cents on the Hall of Fame game. Um. RG3 threw the most passes, 7 of 11, 58 yards, 1 TD, and 1 interception. 
that bounced off of Rashad Perryman's hands. So, all in all, a very good day for RG3. Um, Josh Woodrum, 6 for 6, 37 yards. But the rookie sensation, Lamar Jackson, 4 for 10, 33 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was what was your, um, let's see, the, who stood out? Whether it be good or bad. Kamala Correa definitely stood out. Um, he looks more productive. His outside linebacker rush spot. Ah. Um, In the position that he predominantly played at Boise State. Three sacks. Correct. Five tackles and interception. Mm. <laughs> Great day for Kamala Correa. And a, a near second pick as well. And a near second pick. Um, Kenny Young and Deshaun Elliott. Both of them stand out. And here's why. Not necessarily the stats. But for a rookie to always be around the football. Yes, sir. It says a lot. Mm-hmm. It says they're playing off instincts and their instincts are correct. Okay. So once you see them around the football and it's their first game, it's their second game, playing against somebody else and they're still around the football. Right. That's going to transition to turnovers, to big plays, big hits, whatever. Exactly. In all reports coming out of uh, one winning drive so far, well, today. Um, Kenny Young got reps with the first team at the um, weak side linebacker. Well, the second Mike. Well, yeah, the Mike. Whatever linebacker next to uh, C.J. Mosley, and played really well. Actually, picking off Joe Flacco, covering the back out the backfield, makes a great play on the ball. I mean, he's he is. I would say he's the front runner for the typical late round gems that the Baltimore Ravens have selected, you know, throughout the years. Yes. Um, we've seen with Taylon Young. We've seen it with um, Matthew Judon. And so far, you know, possibly, well, I, I'm say so, I'd say possibly Kenny Young would be that front runner. I mean, you still got, you know, Jordan Lastly. You still got Jaleel Scott in the mix. You still have a... Um, Bozeman. Bozeman. Um, will we even consider Mark Andrews? Who is what, third round? Yes. Well, I, I ain't gonna pick him in the mix. That was third round. Or was it? Was it, it late third round, though? Because I think we got two Oklahoma players in the third round with him yeah, and yes, GST point up. Yes, you're right. It was third round. Who was our second round pick, then? Are you joking? We did not have a second round pick. Remove the second round pick to get the two first round picks. All right, come on. That works for me. Come I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm definitely excited about our two first round picks. Yes, sir. So that works for me. All right. Before we move on from the uh, the, the Hall of Fame game, was there a bad and the ugly within that game for you? Um, I hate to keep. Picking on the dead horse. Oh, go ahead. Rashad Perryman's hands were questionable at the start. At the start of the game, it was questionable. Okay. Right. Like they've always been. Like he. I'm not trying to say that he's not going to make the team, mm-hmm. but he didn't do himself any favors by throwing that interception 
Correct. That bounced off of his hands. Correct. Um, You're absolutely right. <laughs> I don't think he makes the team anyway. Which is bad to say. Mm-hmm. But the interior guard, I want to say Sinat. No, Sinat didn't play. Uh-uh. Well, Sinat didn't play the first game. You're talking about... Um, it was an S that got pushed back in the RG3 lap. Okay. On the bull rush. Shakir. 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 There we go. He ain't, ain't going to cut it. I don't think he makes the team. Mm. It's just, I've seen too many interior mm. rushes that he get, he's giving up. Yeah. Yeah, my ugly for the game was actually the second, the offensive line, <laughs> I said the left side of the offensive line after the first series of the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Because once they took out, whoever that was, playing left tackle and left guard, I can't think right now who, who was starting, and they brought in the guy Evans and brought in Shakir, nah. Mm. Ain't able to do it though. It was just, it, it was like, why? Like, are, are we being serious? Is, is this even thought of as NFL caliber offensive lineman? Like it was, it was just that bad. But you know, it was the first game of preseason, so um, I'm not going to like rule. Well, let that game define their entire career. But just for that game, that was really ugly. Yeah, that was. Extremely ugly. Um, the bad. But you go. To counteract what you just said, I'm trying I'm trying this new positive thing, y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> you help me out with it. But the right side of the line with Jermaine Illuminor and Zeus 2.0, Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. Bruh. <laughs> Listen. You remember how when when we was younger and 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 WWE WWF was popping, and when the glass broke, you just yeah. lose your mind. Yeah. When Zeus got in the game, first of all, just from the eye test, it's like, why is he so much bigger than everybody? Than everybody. <laughs> and then they pulled him. Right. One round. I was like, ah, no, leave him alone. Like it ain't fair. Like, come on, man. Zeus is... Uh, He's been having an amazing off-season. Yes. First two preseason games, training camp from what I saw. Mm. Amazing. And if, and, if, <laughs> and he's getting first-team reps. Yeah. As well. He should. So we, we should see it. him. I would expect, expect to see him out there uh, Monday when we play... Uh, what was it? The Colts we have Monday? Yeah. Yeah. I would expect to see him Monday get some snaps with the first team. Um, so I have a bad, a bad, a bad. Um, I can't ever think of that I right have now. A bad. I, go ahead. Um, interior linebacker. Alvin McClellan? McClellan. Uh, okay. He's doing what Tavares Good used to always do. Okay. Let you make your move and then use his speed to catch up. Right. No, you force the action. And that makes me mad when linebackers when right. they sit there, let the running back shake them, yeah, go downfield, and they they playing catch up mm. instead of forcing the action. And I've seen them do that way too many times. Mm. With a tight end and with a running back, I'm not the backfield. Mm. The good, the good about for me in the Hall of Fame game from from a Ravens perspective was um, 
I'll just I'll just use Lamar Jackson. I thought the fact that he didn't get um, had to call a timeout or get a delayed game call was great. Yeah. That means he's he's getting the plays in quickly, getting getting to the line of scrimmage, snapping the ball on time. You know what I mean? It was a good flow. Yeah. I thought the fact that he got it and he got a touchdown drive was a good was a good thing. His first drive was a touchdown drive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was that was really good. Um a couple throws. I thought I thought he had one bad throw in that game. The late interception? No. Oh. To me that's not even him. Because it was. It was inside where the guy broke outside. Mm-hmm. Well, he ran a hitch. Look, at it, look at it again. His hitch was outside, though. No, but the rule of a hitch, you got to work back to the ball. Okay. Jaleel Scott, just stop. Like, hold up. First of all, you 6'5". Like, you 2, two whatever. Like, use that frame. Work back to the ball. Snatch it. Because if, if you look at it, it come out his break, boom. He turns, he sits. But if he come out and start working downhill... Once he snags it, he can get his shoulder square and then get some get some yak. Okay. That's why I thought that was that was the bad. That that he didn't work back to the ball. The bad throw I'm talking about, Hayden Hurst had a corner route. It was still the first drop. Okay. He had a corner route and he was open and he overthrew him out of bounds by like maybe four or five yards. Okay. And then he come back, same drop, hit the little the little sweet one to touchdown to Hurst. So that was, that was beautiful. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Now, moving on to this past week, first home game, the first time Baltimore fans get to see them in the stadium, get to see the rookies. Um, you couldn't script, for, for me, I was so excited to see what would five look like. How would five look? How would 15 look? Hmm. How would 83 look? What's up with my man John Brown? I see this. Hayden Hurts. I see. You know, I, had, I was ready for the vets. I was ready for the starters. And they come out and put on. I was. It was a near perfect drive. Near perfect. Joe numbers was five out of seven with a TD, and I think he had seventy yards, somewhere around there. But I know. I know his average was thirteen yards. 13 points. 5 for 7, 71, 71 yards. Yep, in the TD. Yep. And then to think of those two passes he missed, one he intentionally threw it out of bounds because he didn't have nobody over. The second one, he tried to throw the high point pass in the back of the end zone to Crab, but he threw it to where it was like, all right, either Crab going to climb, climb the rafters and, and snag it, or nobody's getting it. So it was, still a, it was a safe throw. Okay. Other than that, every throw was pin. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't That was a penalty. The incompletion was, um, I I'll say a good play by the DB. Some would say crab drop. I say the throw was amazing. I think he dropped that one though. Okay, like I said, some would say he dropped it. I say it was a good play by the DB. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was on time. Crab had it boot. He had it here. The guy kept fighting. He got it out. That's what I, that's what I thought. But it is what it is. 
I thought Joe was extremely solid. He was strong in his decisions, um, in scanning the field, and reading the coverage, and knowing where to go with with the ball, mm. pre snap, and even after the snap. Um, and then you know I'm not going to just get too hype about it because the Rams didn't play their stars, but it's still encouraging because when you have lesser talent in the field, you're supposed to go down and do that. Now. It, you see how it's not alarming. Well, we say it's a no-brainer. All right, who's supposed to score? But if they came out flat and did nothing against that second unit, it's like, oh, oh Lamar's going to, you know, start. You know, you know what I mean? That yeah. controversy is going to start. Um, so I, I thought the first drive, the first team offense was just excellent. Granted, I did want them to see get another drive, but I'm like, no, after that, no. Nah. You don't, need, you don't need 10 more plays. Get on the field. You feel right. <laughs> you, got, you got your TV. All right, cool. Rest for the rest of the night and enjoy the show. And then the very next drive. Matter of fact, I'm sorry. This is Baltimore. I can't just be one-sided. Because for years, he's one-sided on defense. Right. The starting defense was solid to me. The whole defense. Like, they got a shutout. Well, they pretty much got a shutout. Yes. That was last drive. Like, yes. Like, that was just... It was great. The energy, the, the tone, the aggression at times was there. I seen, I seen pressure get to the quarterback with you know four and three guys rushing. You ain't had to send an all-out blitz. You know what I mean? It was just really good. Um, call me crazy. Call me a, a homer, a fan, whatever. I looked at the game. And I could not believe this is year 16 for Terrell Suggs. Not the way he was jumping off that line. I'm like, no. He made yeah. an amazing cut over on this pass rush. I literally thought it was Judon. He looked so young doing it. Yo, Yo. The, the, the inside moves? <laughs> yes. I was like, what? That's not, that's not year 16. Like that's, This is year 16? He set it up perfect for the tackle to open all the way up, and he just jump cut right back inside. Right, and what's so dope about it? Before that, he beat him around the edge because this. I'm like, this is year sixteen. This man had a couple Achilles. You know what right. I mean? Like what? Oh, that was that was that was exciting. I still think he should be an interior pass rusher, but that's just me. <laughs> look, I just need him on the field. I get him on the field. That's how I look at it. It was it was just really good. It was it was a really good game from everybody from all um, three levels. Well, three you know first string, second string, third string, however you want to call it. Um, that's that's my good. Also, in my good, I'm gonna go to bat for him. There's probably probably four people left in the world that goes to bat for this guy, but Rashad Perryman was. Was great to me. Even, even. I don't know if I would use that adjective. I would say good. I'm, I'm explain. Right, right. I'm explaining why I say great. The reason is whether you can, you say it's fair. The Hall of Fame game, his first, the first throw his way, or second throw his way, I believe, bounces off his hands, causing interception. Right. Mm-hmm. He shake it off. You can tell. Look, it looked as if he didn't. It didn't bother him, because the next two passes that came is where he snatched. Right. 
And I'm looking at him. I'm like, hold up. Like, he is, this is, this is probably the most healthy he's ever been. Because he's jumping off the line of scrimmage. Right. He's he getting in and out of his breaks quicker. And the reason I say his performance against the Rams was great was because of his interception in the first game. Mm-hmm. It caused him not to see the field. It dropped him all the way. I wouldn't even say third string. You know why? Because I'm going to tell you the, the people who got in before him. Brashad didn't play the first half at all. Right. So you had Mike Wallace, Snead, John Brown, Jordan Lashley, Chris Moore, um, Jaleel Scott, um, Lebroni, um, Janarian Grant. Um, Tim White didn't play. Um, it was somebody else. Oh, Debbie Dev- Posey. Yeah. Nine receivers. That drop and called interception dropped him to 10th string. <laughs> Let's just let him, you was a tenth receiver to see the field mm. in the second half. Right. But but what happens? Because in that moment, what do you do in that moment? I'm a former first round pick. The way it's looking, it's like yeah, this thing might be cut. He he could have salt and then just you know went to a shell or whatever. Nah, he gets up. All right, my opportunity is here, and he makes the most of the opportunity. The one did the um shake route. If the guy didn't like get a little scoop of his the back of his heel, he scored. <laughs> I was like, yo. Like three catches, 71 yards and score. That's what you're supposed to do. When it's your opportunity. Everything coming your way, he's snagging. I was like, oh. So he okay. That was great to me. Yeah. And then it put him back into the in the in the mix. Because everybody was ready, right? Well. They've been ready to write them off for years. But we thought that was a nail in the coffin. Some people probably was even surprised he wasn't cut yet because of that. But I thought he bounced back extremely well. By far. There's a great fight for a job. Now, if that job is here, that's, you know, that's to be seen. Oh, yeah. Because it's still an audition for 32. Right. Yeah. So it was a great fight to go back and get a job. Oh, yeah. Oh, After yeah. that first game. I still think... I, he can, he'll make it very difficult if that continues. Yeah. He'll if make, that continues, I don't think they were going to get rid of a former first-round mm-hmm. pick. No, when I say difficult, he'll make it difficult for even the three in front of him. Okay. You see what I mean? Like, right. well, we, we consider the top three guys. Right. But if he continues it this way, like, wait. I don't know. Chris Moore, but you drop back that fifth. <laughs> I'm saying if we got a rotation of having a rotation of six receivers is not a bad thing at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> Especially if all six of them could produce. Like, yeah. like you said, Chris Moore drops down to five. Yeah. And I don't know, let's say Tim White or Lashley or whoever takes that six spot. Yeah. They, they can still produce. Having a rotation of six receivers and two quarterbacks is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Just more weapons on the field. Right. I, I thought it was just, it was great performance from the Ravens as a whole. By far, it was a really, really pleasing um, and encouraging performance. Not too much bad to say, except the offensive line play after the first. <laughs> after the first, first string. After the first string, whatever. You so know, basically what you're saying is what I'm saying. Our, well, this is what I'm saying. Our offensive line depth is going to need some work. Yeah. <laughs> Need some work or some oh, yeah. 
especially on the, on the outsides. Yeah, at, at tackles. Cause once the back of left tackle came in, it's like, you know, the back of right tackle. I don't even think we played back of right tackle last week. Matter of fact, no, the back of right tackle didn't play that much because I feel like Orlando Brown played. Maybe I think she's played three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's played three. Crazy. Um. They got Nico in at guard. Nico was solid. I thought. I, um. Alex Lewis played Lewis was center in. for a little bit. I won't say it was the first game. I said center. I think Bozeman in there. That center. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Very interesting. What was your thoughts? You, you was at camp yesterday, right? Was mm-hmm. Yesterday? Yesterday. Okay, so what, what did you see at camp? Okay. So pretty much everything that we've said in the preseason showed up. Something that we didn't see in preseason that showed up to me, and again, it may be me just being a, a fan of this guy, Kenneth Dixon is by far our quickest running back. By far. Collins is faster. But you see Kenneth make a decision to hit a hole and spin mm. through that, it's, it's amazing. Mm. <laughs> mm. I understand. Um, Kenneth definitely showed out yesterday. Um, was this in like 11-11? 11-11, okay. yes. Um, he was in with Lamar, second string with Lamar. Um What was that like live? Seeing Lamar Jackson. So I'm pretty sure you've seen a couple bootlegs or yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, a couple bootlegs. Um, I think they did one where they had him actually split wide, and he ran like a. I want to say it was a post, but it was more like a, a post corner. He pretty much cleared out, and everything was open in the middle for Hayden. <laughs> like everything cleared don't say, out. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> like you leave Hayden one on like we we said all we all said scouting you leave Hayden one on one with any linebacker it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. Leaving one on one with the safeties. Oh, he was the great for me in his first home game. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Hit the the catch. I ain't even gonna talk about all of that. I'm going to just talk about blocking, period. Yes. That was the only question mark I had on him when I watched him play against Michigan. It looked like he didn't want to get in there in the scuffle. Mm, mm, Never mm. mind. He can do it. <laughs> and then even, even Mark Andrews played with a lot of, of passion and aggression. I don't think he had any re- <clears throat> excuse me, any receptions, but I right. thought he was solid blocking as well. And then from what we hear, and they, them two can't be covered. Nah. Nah, definitely. Um that why that tight end room is gonna look amazing as well. Right. Um, I don't know who else makes it with them. Boyle with his blocking, Waller with receiving, and just being you know a four four speed threat at your tight end. Okay. Um, defensively, same thing. Kenny Young. Was inside linebacker with CJ. Yeah. Starting. And it's amazing. Like, 
he's like reading everything quickly and making plays, mm. forcing plays. So that shows he's in in that in that study. Yeah, he's definitely study. in his playbook. Um, who else showed out? Secondary showed out. Um, mm. It was some contested passes, pretty much all day. Now, was these <clears throat> contested passes meaning they were some tough completions or? Yeah, tough completions. Like, they okay. they right there in the receiver's hip pockets with all of them. Um, of course, Jimmy, they had Marlon at the nickel. Mm-hmm. And then Marlon went outside. They had Carr at the nickel. And then they put Jimmy, Marlon, and uh, Baptiste. I'm a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, it'll make you. It, it should make you feel a lot more comfortable, and your game should elevate. That's one. It's gonna be fun to watch Monday. Ravens and Colts. Now let's let's do this. Did you get a chance to look at anyone else? Any other preseason games? Um, Saquon Barkley first run looks like what I said it was going to be <laughs> from two years ago like speed power quickness shiftiness there yeah Baker Mayfield going to start sooner than later no, no offense to Tyron that's your thoughts but Baker passes with his own the money. <laughs> see? And I'm see, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm, now, I let it be known, I am a I'm a fan of Baker Mayfield. I'm a that's that was my guy. Like, period. As quarterbacks in in college football the last two years, Baker Mayfield was my guy. Um but I thought Tyrod looked like a straight dog. Like his touchdown drive. You know what? Drive, That's not fair. That's not fair. Did you see his touchdown drive? I didn't see drive? Tyrod. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's All not right. fair. Listen, listen. The connection between Tyrod and Hollywood Higgins Did was Landry not play. Yeah, Landry played. No. I don't know. I can't remember. Landry might not have played. Because I kept seeing passes to Higgins to... Um... Higgins was open. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I keep seeing Higgins and I keep seeing Callaway. So yeah. I don't even know if they actual starters play for her. Yeah, double check. I know, but um, the, the drive I'm referring to, he do, it was a touchdown drive. Hollywood Higgins, boom, boom. Hit David and Joku on the TD, and I'm like, no, Tyrod was just—he just marched down the field. Five for five, ninety-nine yards. Do you hear that? Say one more time. <laughs> five for five, ninety-nine yards. And it was so quick, so precise. And this wasn't like the Giants had a whole bunch of nobodies on the field. You know what I mean? They had some starters mixed in with like some guys. You know what I mean? Like. He was, he was lighting Eli Apple up. 
laying the back and the safety's up. I'm like, yo. That's not really, never mind. Okay. I, I get into my beef with Eli Apple for another day. I got you. <laughs> I got you. But I'm just saying that, that when you look at the throws and you look at the uh, decision making, it's like you knew it wasn't. All right. He made you believe, yeah, you drafted him number one. But it's not going to be easy to get me out this spot. It's not going to be easy at all. Okay. And that's what it looked like. Then Bate came in and played what? What, Bate missed five passes? Something like that? Um, 11 for 20. 11, eight, nine passes. 212, two TDs. 212, two TDs. Putting the ball on the money. Right. On the money, showing a lot of poise in the pocket. With the blitz coming, when the pocket's collapsing, I see him nice little sidestep. The slot up in the pocket, throwing a dart. Hey, Bate got it. <laughs> he got it. But it's going to be tough for Tyrod to lose that spot. All right, maybe not week one. Maybe more like week <laughs> six. <laughs> six. Six, seven. I mean, of course they're going to they're gonna start calling for it. That's what Yeah, he's the number one. But, I mean, that's any, that's any team. I'm not even going to say that because as soon as we lose our first game, uh, well, if we'd have put Lamar in there, if uh, we'd have put Rob in there. That's how I feel. And I ain't even talking about them fans. I'm talking about the, like, the true fans. Should I ask that question? Let me, let me ask that question to you. Do we run with three quarterbacks? Yes. No. No. Nope. I'm going to say no. In the re... I'm going to say... I'll say no, and I'm going to uh, – the reason why – well, this why. Lamar Jackson each week has so far has gotten better mm. in the pocket. Okay. Granted, he didn't throw a touchdown this week. That's wrong was amazing. His run was amazing. <laughs> that run was amazing. But he showed – he didn't look to scramble more. Like, the first game, I thought, like, his first his first play in a, was a bootleg keeper. Right. You know what I mean? But this past week, I've seen him go through his reads and sit and sit, bow, and deliver. You know what I mean? I actually got mad at that, for real. <laughs> no, not going through, no, not oh. going through the reads. <laughs> Us in that first game, the first game with Lamar, I felt like we called a lot of call runs. Yeah. Team to read options. Where it's like, you got four more weeks of him. Let's go ahead and make him a thrower. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought he delivered well. And I think the fact that he gets better every week. And um, one thing I always admired about him, whether after a game – whether he had 300 yards passing or if he had 250 and 100 yards rushing or whatever, he'll bring up before the media even asks, oh, man, I'm going to get this throw back in this quarter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I should do this here. And that shows that he wants to be great. For a first-round Heisman pick, he's very, I guess humble is the word. Extremely humble. Because it's like he's coming in, he's working. Everybody outside of that quarterback room and outside of one winning drive is talking about 
controversy. Yeah, controversy. He ain't mentioned that not once. He could have easily said, oh, yeah, I'm here to, you know, be the starting. Right. He ain't say that. Right. He ain't say that not once. The most, the most <laughs> boastful thing, if you want to call it boastful, that Lamar Jackson said was draft night. When he said, you, you, you're going to get a ring out of me. Believe that. Yeah. And you, you But even in the same interview, when he asked about Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco will go. He got a ring. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let me he did it already. He, he, he go. He, he went in. Oh, he'll go to me. Mm-hmm. I'm with him, I'm, and then he, you know, I'm willing to learn. Bye, bye, bye. You know what I mean? It's like, yo. That is a gene storm brewing outside. That there. storm is real. <laughs> that storm is super real. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Wow. Man. Now, Watch. let's see. Melo is officially a rocket. Oh, I'm sorry. Before I move on, let me finish my point. Yeah, the fact that he keeps keep getting better is going to um, make the Ravens more comfortable with him being the second string quarterback. Now, the reason RG3 don't make the team to me, isn't because of Lamar Jackson. It's because of Joe Flacco. Because Joe Flacco, I believe, is going to play extremely well, whereas we're not even going to be ready to pass the torch to Lamar next year. That's what I believe. (laughs) It's going to be a tough decision. He's out there slinging it. You know what I mean? Some people... Some some people will say, oh, he got to win the ring to, for them to think that way. I don't believe that. No. I believe if he go out there and they win the division, you know what I mean? And he lighten it up. It's like, oh, all right. You don't bet against your franchise guy twice. We already bet against him once and he won the Super Bowl. You don't bet against him twice. <laughs> I'm like, he gonna, he's going to be the reason why they don't keep RG3. Because I think if they keep RG3, it's because of just the insurance that if Joe stinks it, we let Joe walk, we already got our starter and our backup already with a year in the system. You, you get what I'm saying? Well, part of the system, I should say. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just don't like having... A receiving room that we have, a secondary that we have, where good players are going to have to be gone to keep two players that we hope don't see the field. I just feel like that's a waste of a roster spot. Hmm. But you can only play so many receivers in the system. Right. Because even, even – Do you not- keep more than six receivers? Six receivers ain't going to play every Sunday. That's the thing. Especially not in the offense. Six receivers might get on the field when you combine offense and special teams. Well, you, I'm about to say, you still got your returner as one of those receivers, it looks like. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So, as I said, offense special teams, they can see the field. But typically, you want to – because they, they still a run first team. You're going to see two tight end sets. Right. You're going to see 
three receivers. We'll see a pistol with three receivers. That's another thing. We want to let you know some I mean? talented tight ends walk away. It's just too much to have. Talented tight ends going to walk away. Al, you can't say that. You know why you can't say that? Because we drafted two tight ends this year. That I wanted. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if the tight ends we already had was that talented, we would have drafted two. <laughs> You feel me? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm like, hey, they, they could be on the roster. But the, I'm like, man, Hurts and Angels will see the field more than anybody at tight end to me. Right. Boyle might get, like, that big tight end, extra lineman type role in heavy run packages maybe. But even then, Hurts been blocking well. Right, I said Hurts. And, and Andrews been blocking well. So even just having him on the field. And then that threat. That, yeah, I'm about to say you got can't take away that threat. Yeah, that, it's like oh. and that matchup that they provide. Yeah, I'm just saying Mark Andrews is running around like a receiver. Yeah, like he always has. Like yo, <laughs> <laughs> his footwork alone is gonna get him open. So it's gonna be, ah, it's gonna be interesting. Very very. Now, Melo made it official today. Was it one year, two point five million dollars? I yeah, believe. One year, two point five. Um, don't be alarmed about that. I mean, he already got twenty five from Atlanta. Right. He's so, making like thirty six million so far this year. That's what I'm saying. Um, Janowski reported that um, Houston plans to bring Melo off the bench this year. Hmm. And. The thoughts on that hmm. is what? I don't see it happening. <laughs> Why you don't see it happening? I just see how Melo is in the heat of a game. Just because you start don't mean, well, don't start. That means you don't finish the game on the floor. But he gonna have an issue coming up off the floor for a starter. Oh. Mm. You really believe that? I think so. Okay. Okay. What's the what's the famous drum line line where he said you like the sound of the line more than your own drum? That's not mellow. (laughs) (laughs) That's not mellow. It's never been mellow. All right. So and it's already a coach that he don't. Let's see. Last time he played for that coach, he had an issue. Okay. Put it that way. All right, let's see. Um, what you also reported, Anthony Flanders signed a one-year, $2.4 million, whatever, whatever. Um, Anthony will compete for a starting spot in training camp. But ultimately, could come off the bench based on whatever Mike D'Antoni decides. Um, D'Antoni spoke... Well, Dan Tony said that he don't know what uh, Melo's role would be, but added it was discussed in the first meeting, and Anthony was open to either role. That role ain't gonna be defensive stopper, so. And that gets to <laughs> my point. Melo, I think I think the media has done a great job of portraying Melo as some selfish guy. 
and it's my way or whatever. You gonna put that on the media? Yeah, I'm gonna put that on the media. Okay. Why not? Why not put it on the media? When the guy shows you who they are, believe him. Okay. I'm not gonna put all that on the media. I can't. What did he do to show you that he's selfish? A lot. Alright, give me one. Like he's Um, D'Antoni in New York, this is the same time that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the same time Lynn Sanity was going on. Okay, Melo was hurt. No, he played and he missed games. It was, it was off and on, but he played and he missed games so much. All right, yeah. His ego couldn't handle that. He was real salty towards Jeremy Lin. And I, I get it. It's you know, written Jeremy Lin. I, <laughs> I remember Melo bigging up Jeremy Lin. I do remember him saying something to the effect like, Liz Sandy is a, a facade or whatever. But at the same time, he did big him up. Like, he wasn't not, he wasn't icing him out. He was still feeding him the ball. You see what I mean? I remember that. I don't, but okay. <laughs> that's not how that's I saw it. That's what I remember. That's not how I saw it. So, so what you're saying is that little month, month and a half. That's the only time his spot was actually ever questioned. His spot wasn't. And it wasn't even questioned. It was just somebody was. It was just the media. He was, he was having a moment. Right. He, he was sad towards Penny. No. <laughs> yes. No. no yes. Why, you know why it's not that deep? Because Penny was a bon- Penny was an All NBA player. Jeremy Lin wasn't even an All Star. Okay. Jeremy Lin <laughs> won Player of the Week probably twice. And that's but and when you think about it, Melo was right. It's a facade. Yeah. He was right. And he still kept playing. He still kept feeding them. All he did was speak his mind. I said, yeah. I mean, he, he, he having a good run. Right. Jeremy doing his thing. It's a facade. Okay. That's how I look. You feel me? Now, if Jeremy turned around and been an all-star that year, it's more. All right, cool. But I don't see him as that. Now, him taking a bitch role shows me that um, he his, his mindset isn't what people think. Yeah, granted, before... In the heat of the moment, he said, man, I ain't never coming off the bench. I know too much about basketball, whatever, whatever. Let me ask you this question. And this is because I don't even watch this team. I don't really like this team. How was his role in Thunder? They played him out of position. Okay, so. Melo got there late. Remember, Melo, when he signed with the Thunder, that was what? I want to say, like, maybe media day. The NBA media day was just starting. That's how late in the year it was. Okay. So media day, like the next day or so, they in, they in, you know, practices and all that. That's how late it was. And then, they, and they played them more of, they played all three of them on the floor together, right? But they played Melo at the four. Okay. Melo is a true. He's a three. Three. You know what I mean? They played him at the four where he got a, he got a bang in the in the post with six ten seven footers. Okay. You see what I mean? They got him in the post to post up. 
No, granted, that's the strength of his game. But Melo also strength is just flat giving me the ball and just getting up late. Cause I'm gonna get a bucket. Right. You know what I mean? He, he can never really get into the flow, I thought. Okay. Like I see Melo miss a layup. I'm like, Melo don't miss those. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like if you could tell he mentally he was out of it. Now, him going back to his true position okay. makes a difference. Makes a big difference. Okay. When yeah, I just out, didn't watch. You see what I mean? When I didn't watch Oklahoma stuff. like that. Yeah, because what they did, they started Robinson at the two for his defensive prowess. Mm-hmm. Left PG at the three, Melo four, and Steven Adams five. Now, granted, well, with that Robinson lineup. Robinson got hurt, though. Yeah, he got hurt late. But with that lineup, mm-hmm. I think their record was like top five or four in the, in the West, if not the league. Okay. With them on the floor, they was really – Efficient. It's just on the offensive end, Melo was really lacking because he couldn't contribute in typical Melo form. But saying that the only obviously not because the efficiency was that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I think him him in Houston is a better flow for him because you have a point guard who can dominate the game in average. And, well, he could dominate the game and have 15 points at, at the end of the day. Whereas the point guard that he just left, he would dominate the game and have 30, 12, and 12. That's what he has to do to be dominant in the game. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I think he's going to be a better fit. And coming off the bench, I like the fact they say he's going to compete for the starting role because that gives that shows respect to guys – like Gerald Green and Gordon and whoever else is was already on the roster. That's you know you got to earn your your stripe. You got to earn your spot. Okay. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I don't really like them either though. I'm mean, gonna like another West Coast team besides the Lakers. Don't know. I like Utah. I like Utah. You like Utah? I like Utah. Of all teams, you like Utah. I like Utah. Why Utah? Because I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of um, writers and publicists, I just laugh at them, to be honest with you, with these preseason rankings. And Utah is like the third seed in the West and top seven in the league. I'm like, mm-hmm. How? I mean, I'm just saying as far as, I'm not saying how good they're going to be. It's just as far as their their makeup. It's just, you got Mitchell, who's a star, but it's not really. Would you give him a star already? I'm saying he's the star for them. Oh, okay. Not my head, yes. Bear is just star. Yes, he's a star. He's the, he's the star because he's the flashy guy. He's the highlight reel. I was just saying, you're not going to have Gobert as your star. Yeah, he's the highlighter. But Gobert gets the job done. Gobert is the, he, the, perfect. Donovan Mitchell is the star. Gobert is the most important piece. Yeah. And the, to compare it, Detroit Pistons, Chauncey, and you can say Rip, even she were stars. But that team was nothing. Tayshaun. <laughs> even Tayshaun. That team was nothing. Even him was nothing without Ben Wallace. Yeah. 
I was just going to say, Tayshaun, perimeter defense was pretty yeah, much was everything amazing. for them. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's how that's how I look at that situation. Yeah. But you still have you have them two. You got and then Rubio. Dark Famous came if, back if he's healthy. But his man, his his issue, yeah. his career. Dante Exum started to look pretty healthy down the stretch, and he's back, and he's still really really young. So we'll see where that's going. But I mean, I that, like those like, three because they, they do that job and it's not a, a riff or an issue or yeah. I got to be this guy. You got to say that. No, they just real humble. They're going to go out there. They're going to do their job. But why they why they rate so high? I don't know. I don't rate them high at all. That's, that's not how <laughs> I just I'm like them. That's why they're it's Lakers. It's Utah. I want to say Portland so bad, but Dane let me down. <laughs> you, that's just weird as a Laker fan. I'm not like rude for any of these teams. I'm just saying I like Dane until Drew and uh, Rondo pretty much made him invisible. Wow. When it counted. Dane Lillard. Those are like the only three teams in the NBA. That I rock with. That's crazy. And I'm I'm the, I'm the rare breed. I rock with everybody. Literally, yeah. everybody. Even though that everybody. That damn Jason Tatum. My favorite <laughs> team is the Lakers. Sure, but everybody I I rock with. It's it's not it's not a team. It's yeah, it's not a team I don't like. I like I, I like at least three players on every team. You know? This is weird. Every team. This is very weird. I cheer against them, but they have my favorite two players, so I have to like you the Warriors. I have to. You love Golden State. <laughs> like, come on, man. Oh, I have to you at love, this point. You wouldn't even cheer if Kevin Durant never go. You would never cheer against Golden State. No, not at all. <laughs> Not at I all. I cheer against you because the cupcake. Right. But <laughs> that matter of fact, that's that's what it was. That was the real beef. Like, you gonna mess up my fandom right now? Like this. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I like warriors. That's funny. Oh, that's that's really that's cool. Oh man. Wow. Hornets, not Hornets. Anthony Davis. Pelicans. I can't say I like them, but I do have a newfound respect for Anthony Davis. Gotcha. Not even really newfound respect, but... What solidified it? Just that post that postseason, right? Well, okay. Him and... No... I'll say no other star, but him as the centerpiece and then making everybody else better. Gotcha. And him being healthy. But but That's a big difference. Yeah. And I thought the Pelicans as an organization was I gonna say dirty. No, it was dirty. It was dirty to me. Because like you said, Anthony Davis run in the playoffs without another star was impressive and solidified. Your fan, you know, the greatness in them, right? right? However, there was a certain all star 
that was huge for them. A certain a former All-Star, but he went there multiple times. That was huge for them. And they didn't even offer him. And now he's in L.A. Rondo? Yes. Yeah. Rondo was huge for them. Drew Holiday, is, of course, is their second best player. You know. But, Lord, Rondo was everything for them last year in the playoffs. Remember everybody was talking about Hoodie Mellow to start the year? And then all of a sudden, it was like, wait a minute. Playoff Rondo was real. <laughs> <laughs> Playoff Rondo was out there getting buckets. Like, yo. And shutting people down. Wow. Yeah. They offer him a contract though? Rondo? Mm -hmm. No. They barely did. I appreciate it. They didn't even offer, uh, (laughs) what's his name? Cousins. I understand I offer Cousins. They offer Cousins, um, what was it? I think it was before the injury they gave off an extension. But afterwards, they really ain't offering nothing. I mean, I understand not offering cousins anything, which is it's petty, but it's kind of why I can't be mad at him for doing the exact same thing, even worse than Kevin Durant did. Because there's only one team in the league that can afford to wait for their all-star to get healthy, and that is Golden State, because <laughs> they have four other ones. So, yes, that makes the difference between Cupcake and... No, Cousins is... Ain't nobody else going to wait to December for that All-Star to get healthy. They're going to be out the playoffs by then. Well, yeah. Or... or I'm going to say healthy. I'll say he goes back to full strength. There's a good chance he played before then. But the beauty of it is, in, in Golden State, Cousins can... Cousins can start the year playing. He's giving five, seven minutes a night just to get acclimated. Because it, it don't hurt nothing for them. He only adds to what they did. Right. And at the same time, it's like, all right, cool, you back early. Or he could take away for what they do, which is really what I'm afraid of. <laughs> well, I think, well, I ain't going to speak really As really, a cousin's advocate, I'm really it. afraid just of it, him taking away for what they did. Just let it be known. I was, I, I was that one. <laughs> And then I went to Marcus Cousins in L.A. Like, oh, good, and I'm staying with that, man. And this is way before. This is when, who was this, last year? When, when the talks was they wanted um, Ingram? Yeah, and Magic was like, hell no. I'm like, good job, Magic. Great job, Magic. Now that I'm finally a fan great, of Ingram, great job, great job. Magic. <laughs> we ain't doing that. That's what we ain't going to do. Great job, Magic, because I'm, a, fa- I'm a fan of Ingram now. That boy a flat-out monster. Uh-uh, let me trade him. Keep that. Keep his old crazy stuff. Nah. But when we were denied a future trading for a current All-Star for a future one, what if you don't ever really... But nah, he on his way. So, good job, Magic. Mm-hmm. That's my bad. <laughs> wow. Let's see, let's see, let's see. You know what, we're going to, we, we was talking off air, we trying to, um, oh, before I do that, before I do that, um, 
We want to pay our respects to the Nighthawk family. Yes. Wrestling legend passed away. Jimmy Anvil Nighthawk. Wow. Mm. I, I, 63 years old, he passed away today. I'm, I'm just, can't imagine how. My heart goes to Natalia. Yeah. Really? Like how, and that man, family. Because it was Sutton, from what I hear. He fell. Is that season. what you You fell and had a season? season? Yeah. Wow. Scary. I, I knew, I knew it was a report, was it a year ago, maybe a couple months back, that he was dealing with Alzheimer's. Hmm. But, you know, that's, that's tough. I, I'm going to pay our respects to him and their family. Grew up, what in the, that was the first guy I seen on TV. Well, not the first guy, but like you see guys with beards. I'm just enamored with a little long goatee. <laughs> he's just screaming, a little laugh in the camera. That was just mad cool to me. Like this is nice. All right. So we, I'm, I'm scrolling right now because we 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 gonna you know show some love. Um, to the people on our Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk. Um, we really appreciate you guys posting and having debates even every day. Um, it's, it's always something. <clears throat> we even appreciate the trolls. You know, we know who you know who you are. Um, we appreciate you guys <laughs> because that'll keep the day interesting. Because you know, sometimes we, we really can't believe that you. You really think this way? <laughs> oh man! Who are, we, who are we referring to now? Anybody in particular trolling? The trolling? Uh, nah, we just we ain't gonna give no love right now. But they know who they are. Quite a few. I'm trying to find out like who had the best post and show that guy some love. Um, but before I do that, oh, hold on. We, you read my mind. You here too? Yes. You read my mind. Okay. Oh, my before, gosh. Before we do that. Now, I didn't. <laughs> now, mind you. I didn't. I did not see this. You didn't see it? No, I didn't see this. And I, I'm just read the caption. He really said that? Oh, I got to no, I got I to gotta listen to this in the car. All right. Let's, I'm just going to ask the question. I'm just going to ask the question. Who was that? Jerron... What's his name? Jerron David that posted? Yes. Jerron David asks, who would you rather, I'll say defend, OBJ or Nick? Look, Odell Beckham Jr. or DeAndre Hopkins? You're a DB, you're out on the island, and you got your choice. You know it's going to be a tough day, but all right. You like your chances against Hopkins or Odell? Both of these guys are top five receivers. So yes. I'm going to preface my answer by saying that. Yes. But I've only seen one of them mentally check themselves out of a game. I've seen Becky check himself out of a game because somebody is playing him tough. I've seen it happen. You don't see that with Nook. And Nook has had some terrible quarterbacks. Mm. <laughs> it's so much easier to get yourself out of a game 
going yeah. into battle with Tom Savage than it is with Eli Manning. Okay. Alright, I'll, I'll give you that because I'm I'm going to put emphasis on the word game. Check yourself out of the game. And we see he checked himself out against Josh Norman. Right. I've seen Hopkins get get checked out of game, out of plays in halves against Jalen Ramsey. I was about to say, he has the best corner in the, in the <laughs> league probably right now in his division twice a year. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, whereas he was so caught up on, I'm about to just, you about to fight instead of me running my route. I've seen that. Like, mm-hmm. and I ain't going to say it happened for a full game because you also seen him, you know, in money downs make the play. Mm-hmm. So I give you that for sure. But, and that'll be the only reason why you take Hopkins over Odell? I gotta be petty because it's like it's even. It's just... Both of them got hands galore. Hopkins is taller, obviously. He's mm, yeah, he's six one and I think. Back then he's like five ten. Five eleven, six feet. It's not that much of a difference. Five ten. I'll say this. They both play taller than they, they are. I would rather. Ooh, that's a tough thing. Both of them got routes too. <laughs> I want to say. All right, I'll faster. say this. I'll say this. As as a physical corner, I'd rather play against Odell because I can. I can try to slow up some of his feet quick, his foot quickness, with physicality, right. and you know, and getting in shots just like you said to try to frustrate him, take out out the game. With Hopkins, he wants to be physical all the time, right? Off the line, at the top of his route, he giving you a little shove. That's that's gonna be actually. No, I changed my answer. I'd rather go against Hopkins. Cause speed speed kills. It does. Speed kills. And Odell <laughs> is not just fast. He's quick. I say he's fast and quick. In every <laughs> single direction. I'd rather go against Hopkins. I'm sorry. I take my chances in, in the brawl with Hopkins. Right. I take that. I mean it's gonna be a physical sh- matchup. And with the same thing with Odell is like, alright, even if you're physical with him. If the ball is there, he's still going to snag it. If you miss. It's over. It's a wrap. It's <laughs> over. It's no recovery. <laughs> you got zero recovery time if you miss hey, Odell. If you miss Odell, I'm just going to look at you. Hey, Gordon, you out? You out? <laughs> just saying, you knew what you signed up for. Like, right. It'll be a lot, man. Yo, that kid, that kid has it, though. He does. He has he has all the tools to be the best in the game. Like it, does. it's crazy. It's crazy. That was good. That was pretty good. I gotta read. I gotta listen to this. Was it was it wild? Yeah. Because it, it showed me that it showed me that Hopkins. It's like hold up. Cause I told you get his back, Mohawk Knox. 
I feel God. I feel God. <laughs> so years later, man, tell that man keep his name, keep my name out of his mouth. It's like, oh, oh it's still on site. It's just, <laughs> this is petty <laughs> how he said he didn't shake him though. D'Angelo Hall said that. Yes. He's like he slipped out of his shoes. He didn't shake me. You can't shake me in a straight line. Like, bro, your ACL was tore. Do we not remember that? <laughs> this nigga tore your ACL off the line. <laughs> like, even even in your, your your rebuttal, you can't say something that embarrassing as if it's, you know, not. Oh, he didn't shake me. I came out my shoes. <laughs> Of the year <laughs> with your ATL gone. Like, yo. <laughs> After playing that kid. Like this guy. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Stop it. Just stop it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it. Huh. Wow. I need to find who had the best post though. That That's what I need to find. Somebody had the best what I believe Um Coach Tay, of course. You know, with his daily petty post. Posting stuff just <laughs> for people to see. <laughs> Yo, this guy, man. He got stopped with the LeBron hate. He's not the fan. I wouldn't call it LeBron hate. Because it's really LeBron. It, it's the fans that he's trying to aggravate. Right. Because <laughs> he just let, let him tell it. Like, don't have no phone the camera around. He roots for LeBron. He roots for LeBron. Le- LeBron as, you know, the man. Right. There's no way you can not be a fan of LeBron maybe outside of the outside of the 23 jersey. There's no way. <laughs> I still understand how you can't be a fan of him on the court. Like, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. I really, really don't like Kevin Durant. There's no way you can take anything away from the game. There's nothing you can say against this game at all. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Hard Knocks? As we um, stroke, trying to find who had the best post. This past Hard Knocks, you know, we got to... Um, Roland put up something interesting. And so far, those two guys, they had pretty good posts. I'll say that. Deron Davis with the post with um, the interview with D'Angelo Hall. Um, Roland posted um, about Hard Knocks on Saturday. He says, after watching episode one of Cleveland Hard Knocks, he's convinced Hugh Jackson isn't head coach material. He said, be be objective and try to be objective and try to set aside the family issue he dealt with during the episode. His interaction with Todd Haley and Greg Williams said all that Roland needs to hear. Both Haley and Williams are better coordinators than Hugh, and both have had more success at head coach than Hugh Jackson has. He says he agrees with Haley, 
guys like Duke Johnson shouldn't be getting veteran days off like the Ravens do. Um, guys like Jimmy Smith, Yonder, Weddle, and Sucks. He said they have a soft team, and the head coach is the reason. What's your thoughts? I don't agree. Um, I mean, it's easy to argue his record one in thirty-one says he's not a head coach material. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much been a consistent with the Browns ever since '99. They've just been a bad team. Um, if you keep picking guys in the first round, and then they're not here on your team three years later. That says more than just head coach to me. Exactly. Especially well, with like well, your first round guy. And then even when the, the front office might not be there <laughs> from year to year, the front right. office changes like every two years or so. I mean, the what first round pick we don't have on our roster right now is Elon over the last five years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> to think how many first rounders is not on the team for them. Right. That's wow. First and second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to disagree with Roland to an extent. Do I think the team is soft? I wouldn't say they're soft. Um,. I would say they're in transition. It's in tra- it's a it's a transition um, team. They got key players from that was the guy per se from different teams: Tyrod, Landry. Those are two leaders um, who. By far and soft, and they work extremely hard. So it's like they're changing the culture. Even John Dorsey, as the GM, he is entirely different from what they had in the past. He's a real football guy. So the culture is changing. Um, the coordinators, Haley and Williams, of course, they want, they're not soft guys. They want people to practice. I get that. Duke Johnson, um, Duke Johnson is what, third? Four or five years in the league? Yeah. He shouldn't get a day off. I do agree with that. I'm not going to say Hugh Jackson isn't head coach material. Um, the situation... It's... Duke... By giving Duke Johnson a day off, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he's the Swiss Army knife that they plan to use a lot. I think because he could, you can put him in the backfield, you can put him in the slot, you can put him at split in. You know what I mean? You have you can move him around a lot. You have Carlos as well, correct? They have Carlos Hyde. Yeah, they got Carlos. I'm just saying you. They got Carlos. Close how they scared nobody. Duke Johnson not scaring nobody. Not right now. That Duke, jo- Duke Johnson in space is scaring a lot of people. 
We might not want to believe it, but if you got a corner, <laughs> if, if Duke Johnson is facing one-on-one with a linebacker, all right, okay. And I don't know if, it, if it's the gator in you or, <laughs> or the hurricane in me, but I'm just saying, he's, he's a weapon. Granted, I wouldn't give him like routine, routinely having days off, um, veteran days off every, every week. No, I give him one. All right, whatever. But like you said, Hugh Jackson hasn't had the main piece to be uh, the starting <laughs> quarterback. What, what, what Shout out to Ro. He said we got a whole segment disagreeing with him. Sad hashtag Trump. <laughs> <laughs> No, we ain't disagreeing. We just saying you wrong right now, right. bro. <laughs> I mean, you you somewhat right. You you were, you was right about just about all of it except uh, except for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just don't think like it's tough for a, a offensive minded coach who was a QB coach, right, mm-hmm. to not have a quarterback. And expect to be successful. Like he don't have a quarterback. Sound like Billick to me. You know what I mean? That <laughs> sound like Billick to me. It's like Billick. Yeah. yeah. Offensive coordinator could never get a quarterback. It's like yo. <laughs> and was wondering why he was inconsistent until he finally got a quarterback and went thirteen to three. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey man, give it. Give it. And I, I even think the fact that. People is even considering the Browns to be better. What they went over sixteen. Yeah. Well, of course you should be better than over sixteen. But to win like five games, six right. games, is because they actually have quarterbacks now. That's realistic. Yeah. This whole nine, ten game. We ain't going pump that your we ain't going <laughs> Pump your brakes on that one. Ain't no way in hell they got ten win team by average Jarvis Landry and. Fake and Tyrod. All I'm saying, <laughs> now, now, all this talk, if they go from zero to ten, get that man coach of the year. I don't that was care. definitely a coach of the year. No I don't care if a team that. goes 16 and 0 in the same <laughs> season. They went from zero to ten. Get that man coach of the year. <laughs> like, come on. Like, stop it. Like, yeah. come on. That's that'd be crazy. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that. That's what we do. Good pose, though, bro. Definitely good. Great pose. And I like Hard Knocks this year. Pause. It sounded like a pause moment. <laughs> so far, our first episode, um, you don't know about what the emotions that happened. Um, Hugh Jackson lost his brother and mom in the span of three weeks. So that's tough right there. Unreal. <laughs> Absolutely unreal. Couldn't imagine. Mm. And got to deal with all that with the cameras. Right. You have to cameras. You, you have to not. Opening training camp, getting rookies in, getting them acclimated. Um, walk up to. Uh, where's my guy? Bait. Walk over to bait. And say, you know, what's your, you know, where's your work acumen? Like, what, what's your, what's your workout plan? You gotta 
You gotta start that off now. Yeah. And you're, you know, your rookie year. Hey, what are you asking? What time you get hit? Yeah. Uh, I got a little late. Well, time where I've been hit since five. Right. Every day. Yeah. Uh, that's that's challenging. That's not, you know, cursing them out, but that's that's that passive aggressive <laughs> approach. Oh, what time you get hit? Oh, yeah, time where I've been hit about five every day. Yeah, yeah do that. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Like you know, Duke Johnson shouldn't get veteran days because he's still young. Um, but I mean, he can get, get, get one day. He can get one. Mm-hmm. It was a day. We I mean, don't know how many days he got, but it was a day. It's fine. Plus, you know, maybe he wanted to think straight. He's got so much going on. Right. Who? who? Right. Jarvis Landry speech to his receiving. That wasn't the receiving room. That was yes. everybody. It was just the receiving room. Yes. Yeah. That was that was dope too. You know, he he trying to change the culture in Cleveland. Mm. So we'll see what happens. If he um, actually changes. Yeah. Completely different side note. I'm not one to believe in certain jinx and curses. Oh. But there are two that I absolutely believe in. One's the Kardashian curse, and the other is the Madden curse. (laughs) (laughs) It was dumb. Man, that Madden curse ain't real. And A.B., <laughs> Been hurt at practice already. He got hurt. <laughs> hurt at practice already. He lied. He did something with he his lied. with his what was it? What was it? What did he just tweet out? Shasty just tweeted something out about his leg. They're saying he's fine, but I'm just saying somebody on the cover of man. There's the reason I'm not buying it this year. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not watching that first thing I turn on. I see, goddamn Antonio Brown. No. You know how bad I ignored the one that had <laughs> Fitz and Palomalu because I hate Palomalu. <laughs> I bought it. I only played it like three times. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> This is the only reason I bought it. That's what they say. Definitely is pretty good. Last year was good. I think the only one I got was the one with Gronk. Not the one with Beckham and the one with Gronk. That's, that's why I said that, that curse ain't real, man. Both of them got hurt. Who? Gronk and Becky. Well, Becky ain't got hurt the year before. You see what happened with Brady with that damn... When he was on the couch? He lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he was MVP, though. <laughs> like, yo, he lost the Super Bowl, but he, he still... He lost the Super Bowl. He scored five touchdowns, right? Right. He all world numbers. <laughs> oh, man. He wasn't on the cover. He had a one. <laughs> hey, for those who are listening, um, was tuned in for our um, IM series... Um, let's let's talk about some guys that they had from, from the uh, previous item series that you know 
had a preseason game so far that stood out. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Give me some thoughts on it. So obviously, you know, we know Michael Gallup had that. Oh, Michael was Gallup had a... End of uh, that Prescott's that touchdown throw. Right. What did Penny do? I know I had Penny as the running back. Sam Donald. The quarterback that I, I'm sorry, the wide receiver that I wanted to pick, but since you didn't pick Calvin, I didn't pick him, Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. is showing out in camp right now. Man. Did you see him in, on uh I ain't watched Broncos. I ain't watched Broncos. Yeah. So I remember what I received that I picked. Did I picked Patterson? No, Christian Kirk. Hmm. Yeah, hey, Kirk I'm trying to look up. so far this year. Guys like Hayden Hurst, we see him play well. Michael Gallup has played well so far. Um, Barkley. Um, about the guys who tore his ACL. He got a red shirt his, uh, his rookie year. They had two players in Washington to tore ACL. That same name. Who was the second? It was a wide receiver. Um, name sketched me. It wasn't one of the big guys that they... I don't think it was a guy that they would be depending on this year. No, okay. Depending on... Dotson and uh, Paul Richardson. Um, also, Dion Kane, he told this, you know. Dion, he's in uh, Indy. So, that's. Uh, Sean Penny has 16 yards on eight cards, so not enough from last year. Just think of the names, just like the, 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 um, under the radar guys, like we call them late gems, that's that's reportedly performing well in camp. Guys like Puna Ford, yeah. Puna is eating in Puna. Seattle. It's like, yo, um, I see, I think somebody was talking about Wadley was playing pretty well. Um, There's a, there a couple other people that we, that we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. as being late gems and studs. That's been playing really well in camp so far. Um, somebody had Kalen Balaj. I want to say it was John. He did pretty well for Miami. I did keep seeing his name come up with some stats. Mm. I mean, football season is going to be exciting. I just need them to make sure my office and one winning drive is clean when I become the Pac-10 scout for them. <laughs> no problem. I want that left coast. <laughs> yep. I want that whole, offense. <laughs> you want that whole left coast. <laughs> I want that offense. Tired of staying up 3 o'clock in the morning to watch a 60 to <laughs> 53 game. <laughs> Yeah. 
Vikings. 17 nothing. Vikings and Philly GMs do an amazing job over the last few years. Philly got that ring, and I feel like the Vikings chance is coming. Yeah. They was talking, who was it? Skip and then was debating that today, I believe. Ask the question is, um, is the Vikings the best team in football? I won't say they're the best team because they still have put it together. And, but they got a quarterback, and they, they signed their quarterback and committed to their quarterback. They got a better quarterback. They upgraded the quarterback position. They do have. And they have running back, back come back healthy. So they got running back coming back healthy. You still got um, Latavius, who can be explosive when he needs to be. Um, they call it a top five receiving core that they had. They call it the top. They call it the number one. Pro football focus. What's the analytics? From the analytics standpoint, I think it was um, usage rate or rates per yards per. I don't know what it was. It was something. It was a nerd stat, okay. a super nerd stat, and they was num- they were number one with Diggs, Thielen, um, Rudolph. That combination. Um, Make the roster, sir. That's how you return a punt. Who was that? The Denver. Huh. Kenzie. Hmm. Oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, meet me. The Six for 13, 41 yards, no touchdown, four picks. I don't see no receiving yards, though. Yeah. <clears throat> no but they're gonna, that's going to be interesting. Um, just thinking of teams with, with questionable O-lines, it's going to be interesting to see how David Johnson returns. And even how the quarterbacks stand up right. with that O line. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. away from sideline talks annual fantasy football draft will we have it at um, Bill Bateman's um, Bistro for those who came out at the draft party um, the same location for the fantasy football draft party will be September 2nd 6 p.m. the address is it 50 I think it's wrong. What I'm about to say. I think I'm about to give it up. Sixty-two forty-one. Six. Yep, yeah, that sounds right. 
That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. 6241. 6241, Kenwood yeah. Avenue. Yeah. You know, be there. Um, put your, if you're interested in... If you're interested in joining the league, um, <laughs> please, um, you know, inbox us. Um, uh, yeah, DM us in on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And we're, you know, we're figuring it out. Make sure Tay has your um, email address. He should be running. He's the commissioner this year. Uh, Stop the side. I got other things I need to take care of, but... For this year, he's a commish. Yeah. And he will talk about your draft pick, so make sure you come correct. Please do. Please <laughs> he do. might just go ahead and <laughs> take his $60, get you out of the league. Yeah, come ready to talk trash, because that's what's going to happen. Hope, hopefully you can talk trash and still draft properly. Because <laughs> if you get caught up in it, <laughs> if you get caught up in it, you're going to be upset. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But, hey. Oh. Roland is in, Javi is in. I appreciate you fellas every year so far showing up and support. So hopefully we got some new people coming in. My spot is for sale. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think I'm going to do it again. I'm going to get it done. Wow. They say I don't take it serious, but I always wind up in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Like one of the top records. I might take it serious. No, well, I take it serious just when it comes down to Sunday. I don't be caring about that thing. I'm watching the games, man. Right, just enjoying the football. I and just, you know, if I got, if I got AB and we're playing AB, I said, man, I hope the nigga don't score. <laughs> Am I going to leave him on the bench? No. <laughs> well, I hope he don't score. I take mm. that L. <laughs> mm. I take that, that L in that matchup. I don't care. Take that. Yeah. But like I said, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the Sideline Talk. Brand new the Sideline Talk. Well, not brand new, but the Sideline Talk dot com. Newly renovated. Yes, sir. Always dedicated. Yes, sir. So be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. Yes, sir. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.